time now for History Matters. We are joined in the studio by the one and only Scott Washington, historian extraordinaire, to catch us up on what has happened this week in history. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Aaron. Well, there's always things happening every week in history, and any week that I look at, and you know this too, we think, oh, well, there couldn't be that much newsworthy items, but there always seems to be. And this week is no different. Here is one that I kind of like. It's a birthday on May 8th, uh, 1911. A fellow is born, Rudolf Flesch. He's mm. Austrian-born, but he becomes an American author who writes a book that's really pivotal in uh, helping people to look at literacy differently called Why Johnny Can't Read in 1955. Okay. This influences, and this is where you say, well, who is this? Well, his his uh, criticism of the way reading was taught was simply, at that time, it had evolved into, well, just try to recognize words. Mm-hmm. And it meant that nobody was sounding out words, and so he really pushed phonetics. Well, that influenced uh, Theodore Geisel, otherwise known as Dr. Dr. Seuss, Seuss. Yep. and Cat in the Hat comes out uh, a couple of years later Interesting. and changes the way that we approached uh, at least reading, um, and which is really a fascinating. But his his uh, criticism about uh, language in general was not only about, and this was a significant contribution, but about simplifying. He was actually hired by the U.S. government to simplify the complex jargon mm-hmm. that went into reports to make that uh, a better thing. So we're all in, in his debt. Of course, he... I'm not sure whether he would like the idea of what we see on the internet, which is all short phrases, <laughs> and uh, does that influence thinking? I think that was the other. Although honestly, aspect. like following up on Dr. Seuss and the Cat in the Hat, Twitter would be a heck of a lot better if it all rhymed, <laughs> right? <laughs> At the very, very least, it would be cuter. Uh, well, does WCHL have a had a rhyming contest? Uh, Oh, no. man. <laughs> we should, though, shouldn't we? Can you listen in a boat? Would you listen with a goat? <laughs> and now we'll How get... does the station make you feel? Are you a true Tar Heel? <laughs> we do not plan this. <laughs> but this is the kind of creativity that is nurtured here at this station, and I'm sure across this the This specific land, kind of creativity. <laughs> Um, okay, well, here's another one. And, you know, we like the origins of things. And here's one that I came across. And it was just fun to uh, find it out. Now, of course, we all know about Smokey the Bear. Mm-hmm. But the origins of Smokey the Bear go back to World War II because so many first responders were leaving to join uh, the armed forces that they realized in early 1942 that they needed to have a campaign to actually uh, help people prevent forest fires. Mm -hmm. And so actually a Bambi had come out and Walt Disney loaned those characters for a year and then said after that, they said, well, we've got to do something. And they came up with this bear, but the name of of the bear, and it was really just made up. It was just like, let's do this and the hat that we associate. (laughs) And this goes through the 1940s, uh, but actually what occurs is the name Smokey comes from an actual firefighter who in New York was fairly well known um, in his day, Joe Smokey 
uh, well, that's Joe Smokey Martin in up New York, and he had joined the uh, the fire department in 1884, and he was one of the few people who had some degree of college education, mm-hmm. and he rose through the ranks, and then he led right at the before the, the 20th century led this significant firefighting effort. You know, it was very primitive back then. They didn't have oxygen masks, but he kept being in there. And so one of his superiors said, well, you are, we're going to call you Smokey Joe. And that stuck. And he continued to fight fires all throughout his life and be at the scene of very important fires in New York City. Um, and so afterwards, he dies, 1941. And the the belief is that his... Uh, name is how Smokey the Bear okay. got the name. But was there a real bear? Actually, I found out there was. There was, yeah. Yes, and that one, uh, he actually is uh, found in, uh, in a, down in Arizona uh, where there is a, a bear that is uh, in a fire, um, and that bear is rescued. It's a, just a cub, and eventually goes to the Washington Zoo, and uh, has his own zip code, and he becomes known as Smokey the Bear. There really was a real one, but it was art. It was life imitating art in I like this it. case. I also I like it too. appreciate, like, A, uh, the, the reminder that we have had uh, labor shortages in the past when yes. significant things have happened in American right. history. Like, this isn't the first time we figured out ways to deal with that before and, and then come out of it. And women stepped into the breach, in, women World stepped into the breach yeah. in World War II as well. And the other thing is the fact that people were apparently just so cavalierly careless about their behavior in the woods that like we needed a concerted campaign in the first place to be like we don't have people to clean up after your mess right now people that's right so you need to take care of yourself and actually like keep the fire in a pit and not just set bush ablaze like or just carelessly toss out toss out your cigarettes or or whatever yeah yeah, and that's where creativity is applied. And so, you know, as we're dealing with this theme of creativity in action, this yep, is another yep. example of that and how to get people to adapt their behavior and what a compelling way that was I was done. just going to set these dry leaves on fire <laughs> on the floor of the of the forest. Now I'm thinking differently. Thanks, Smokey. Well, I think anytime we see smoke, we always want to find out, is that an intentional fire or is yes. that not? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that whole... Uh, theory of using intentional fire to uh, abate wildfires uh, is always one of tension because you're saying, are we doing this or is this going to cause right, a bigger right. problem? Speaking uh, with uh, Scott Washington, History Matters, we've got time for one more. What do we got? Okay. Here is a name that, um, well, may be familiar to a lot of people, uh, and it's Mary Kay Ash. And Mary Kay Ash uh, has a birthday this week. And, you know, you think, Mary Kay, well, what's the deal with her? Well, I kind of like how uh, Mary Kay uh, did things a little bit differently than other people uh, when she was faced with, um, uh, born in the 19, uh, 1911, and as she uh, or she uh, grows up, marries very young, and then the 1930s, um, her, uh, she marries and has children. Everything would have been fine. World War II comes along. After the war, she divorces and goes on, remarries, and then she's working for a company, and she just doesn't feel like she's getting advancement 
uh, because she's a woman. And so in 1963, she decides to write a book about this. She retires and says, I'm going to write a book and saying, here's my ideals. And as she's writing this about what would be ideal and that, and talking about gender discrimination, um, uh, she comes up with this kind of a game plan for an ideal business that would help women go forward. Well, her second husband suddenly dies, and now she has three kids who are, are fairly grown, but she doesn't have any income. And so she says, I've got to do something different, and starts this Mary Kay uh, cosmetics, which grew to an incredible, and it still has, yep. still around, uh, that has empowered women and given uh, women a chance to uh, break out of the molds and, and to tap into their natural entrepreneurial sense, which I just think is a wonderful story that whether you use Mary Kay Cosmetics or not, you know, we're inspired by people who are using their creativity to do something different to make the world a better place. And that is how history matters. Scott Washington, thank you so much. Thank you, Aaron.